right, hello to episode two of the portrayal of a tornado. Yeah, my name is Julster, I'm a poet, and this is where I am at the moment. Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm not in heaven, even though the bells are ringing. Yes, so, I was born... Now I'm saying hello, singing my life, I'm going to die, in which case I'll be saying goodbye and I'll be asking the question, why, and I don't know the answer, so, there we are, next, I want to tell you, work. I used to be a worker. Um, I'm a bit... Um, people don't mess with me, you probably know that. Uh, I don't suffer fools lightly. So this is a story about it. And it's all anonymous. Because uh, I probably get sued. So, here goes. Holly Lloyd. Pedantically strikes again. My name is Holly Lloyd. Not a lot of people know that. I have worked for a caring organisation for the last six years. I am a carer. I care. Not a lot of people know that. I am definitely not posh. I hate it when people say that I am. Okay. I live in Hollywood. Just outside of Leafy, Walsingham. But money came to me late in life. My father worked down the pits as a hewer. Yeah, hewer. And, don't make me laugh. And my mother was from tenant farmer stock. So, I am as common as you. Not quite. I am not as common as muck. Arrogant, maybe. Yes. I admit... I do look down my nose at most people, except that is the Queen, the Royal Family, and Mick McCarthy, the ex-manager of Sunderland Football Club. And I tell you, it is hard to look down your nose at people when you are five foot, one inch tall. The inch makes all the difference. It makes me feel superior. I am superior. I'm not posh. How can I be when I drive a Fiat Multiplex? I drive a Fiat when I could own a fleet of Rolls Royces and afford to run them too. In today's society, it pays not to be too far ahead of the Joneses. As I said, I am a caring member of society. I care. Oh, you don't know how much I care. I didn't get where... I am today by not being as pedantic as possible. After all, attention to detail means that I always do a perfect job, no matter what the financial or personal cost to other people. That is what caring is all about. Here are some examples of my thoroughness. Best seen 
in my employment as a caring administrative assistant. I am really the manager, but modesty prevents me from using this title. If someone finds some paper clips and puts them in my tray so that their number increases to over 20, World War VI breaks out. I work with a very inefficient person. That's me, by the way. I sort him out on a regular basis. The other day, a student phoned up asking where the certificate for her completing her studies was. It was my colleague's role to complete this task, but he was off work that day. The skiving dog. I bet he wasn't really just swinging the lead. Anyway, I spent a week sorting out this task. I was inconvenienced. Boy, was I put out. The words, time in loo, time in loo, immediately came to mind. I like to interfere in other people's business, even if it's not my job to do the task in question. After all, inefficiency in an organisation reflects badly on me, and I'm not having that. I am a very caring person. If my colleagues are off work on the sick due to any condition, be it bereavement, a heart attack, mental illness, or an ingrowing toenail, I always cover with gusto. It gives me a chance to sort their job out, report inefficiencies to the manager, score a few brownie points, and look as if I am very important to the organisation I work for, and I am important. The extra inch says so. So, you can bet I cover for my colleagues. Well, actually, only if I get paid double time for extra hours, worked and time in low. In triplicate, where appropriate. I don't think that's unfair, do you? Well, basically, I'm never at work. I am always in my camper van. My colleagues have a lot of work to do when I am away on one of my extended trips. So what? won't get stressed out at busy times such as the annual annual general meeting if I'm not there after all they are paid to do a job I often wonder what society is coming to the whingers so much so that my personal motto is England needs you think time in loo yes sad but true Reports that I can wrap management round my little finger are unsubstantiated. All right, even I admit that I go too far. And unbelievably, sometimes management even lets me get away with that. To me, my lunch hour is sacrosanct. One minute into my lunch hour, it's good news for me and it's bad news for my colleagues. Don't mess with the best. Don't mess with the rest. I am the best. I have never been known to work after 4pm in the afternoon. After all, my husband has my dinner made. 
and on the gold-plated marble dining room table in the conservatory at 4.30pm, and I never like to upset him in any way. After all, he gives me my rewards, and most importantly, he drives a camper van. On Thursdays, I work half a day, and boys and girls do I work hard. Most of this morning, I am booking my camper van holiday sites on the internet. Admittedly, I spend most of my time checking to see if my colleagues are doing their job properly and are not passing extra work to me during their work-based inefficiencies. Such things just won't do. So, I come in at 8am and work until 11am. In my line of work, we call it flexi time, as my colleagues don't turn up to 11.10am I rarely meet them, once every two weeks at the most. Excellent. Yes, just like in Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Yes, indeed. One of my colleagues travels to avoid the car queues. The other colleague is a skyver. He turns up one day a week and then spends a month off on the sick afterwards. And they expect me to do his work for limited extra benefit afterwards. The cheek of it. Bare face cheek, I call it. My spare time is spent travelling across the country, mainly in Scotland, in my camper van. Mine and my darling husband's aim is to travel the full length of every B-class road in Scotland. Every C-class road will be pushing it, even though I am the best and don't come from Sherburn Hill. And remember... My resilient, patient, darling husband does all the driving and cooks all the meals. My father had a long life. He passed away, sadly, at the age of 105. I cared for him so much. I did, you know. I even broke my cardinal rule for him. I cooked for him. I'll say it again. I cooked for him. Well, actually, my husband put his foot down and said that even he wouldn't cook my father's meals for me. He didn't have time to cook Papa's supper and drive the camper van too. It took me three years to make the wedding arrangements for my daughter and son-in-law. Posh people take that long to do things, you know. The event had to be so right. After a few months of my dithering over the colour of the bride's dress, my daughter started to express her concern. My family don't believe in having children out of wedlock, so my daughter sacrificed three years of opportunity and the fun of possibly bringing me a grandchild into the world. Yes, I am pedantic. So, you may well ask why I am pedantically striking again. Well, I surpassed myself last week. My colleague was threatening to resign. I wish he would get a life. His pet tortoise had been squashed by a camper van. I swear it wasn't mine, though. I wish I'd thought of, of the idea. His daughter's leg had been reversed over by an ambulance. And... Yes, a daughter wasn't wearing... His, even. His daughter wasn't wearing motorcycle boots. His house had been repossessed, and his wife had run off with the milkman, whom, coincidentally, <laughs> had a horse called Trigger. 
She'd even taken their children with him. With her, even. And I just happened to accuse him of adding two paper clips to my paper clip pile when I counted the pile as only being 19 in, the, in number the day before. Infuriatingly, I had sung the poor Hardcastle Vietnam War song incessantly all day as a result. Bloody paper clips. World War 7 broke loose. He told me to F off and go jump out of the office window, which just happens to be on the twelfth floor. He even insulted me by saying that I was six foot tall. I was so insulted that I will be taking many days off time in lieu for this injustice. I wonder if I have built this clause into my contract of employment. I am a nice person, am I not? And I am sure everything will turn out happily ever after. And as a treat to myself, next year I might have an extra long time in lieu-aided holiday in the Scottish Highlands. I might even be nice to my husband and drive the campervan. Happy camping!